welcome to Wherever We Wander with Heath and Nicole. Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of Wherever We Wander. Um, so now that we have episode one under our belts, you'll notice a gap between episode one and episode two. And that's, yep. <laughs> it's quite a gap, but really it's because uh, iTunes took forever to post our first episode and create our feed. So it just, yeah, so it finally got posted. Our feed's there. So now future episodes should upload automatically. So we should be back on track. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Um, hope you guys will join us as we talk about our favorite adventures and where we want to go next. Um, so we are going to start a new series on this podcast. That's uh, kind of a mini series, if you will. Um, <laughs> we decided to talk about America's National Parks. Yay. I love America's National Parks. I do as well. Uh, Nicole got me into this. I at first was like, like growing up living in Arizona, like I would think of the Grand Canyon and be like, well, it's so boring. Like I've been there and seen it, but you don't really appreciate something. I think it's hard actually to appreciate something that like you have right in front of you Mm -hmm. and you see so many times, but when you go and start to see things like differently, Mm -hmm. then it kind of opens your eyes to things you missed before. Or if you know some cool facts about it, it changes things. So um yeah it's uh one of my goals and now i feel like it's become your goal as well is to visit all of the national parks um in the united states at least in the four the lower 48 i don't know we know alaska (laughs) has some that are so remote exactly um so i think we just wanted to talk about like some of the ones we've been to and some of the experiences we've had and just some of the fun things we've encountered yeah for sure um so why are we doing this? Well, we just kind of described it. We yeah. love national parks. Exactly. We think uh, everyone should go visit their local national parks, at least their local ones, ones they can get to really quickly. Mm-hmm. But if you're ever just like don't know what to do and you want to get out of the house, like go find a national park and just go explore it. It's amazing what you'll find. Maybe not right this second. Uh, most of them are still closed, but... True. When they reopen, <laughs> exactly. go ahead and be smart and wear a face mask uh, if you're going to be around a lot of people. Um, so... How long will this series go? Well, we're definitely going to talk about all the national parks we've visited thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we'll also probably talk about a few states where we're really excited to go to. Yeah. And what awaits us there that we can't wait to, we can't wait to see and explore. Looking at um, you, Sequoia. Uh, Sequoia. It's our goal. <laughs> One day we'll get there. We've been trying to, we've been planning a trip to Sequoia for like three years yeah probably longer than that probably longer than that but now that we live in arizona it's so accessible and then the pandemic has to happen and who knows when it'll reopen but definitely my goal is still to go in 2020 so we'll see what happens it's, it's gonna happen we're excited so it'll probably be the next several episodes we'll be talking about the national parks and, and things that uh kind of revolve around that um and i think we're gonna yeah. do it like state by state yeah so this week this, this episode we're talking about the Arizona National Parks. We figured, why not start in the state we live in? Yeah. Uh, we've been to all three national parks. Now, a lot of people are get, will get confused and they'll think, oh, there's more than three national parks. There's only three actual national parks in Arizona. There's a lot of national park sites. Exactly. But only three of the parks in Arizona are actually designated as national parks. Right. So, um, yeah. So there's, so there's three of them. And uh, so we thought we'd start in Arizona. And so I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to Nicole. And she's going to give us a little breakdown in history of what those are. Okay. I mean, history is a very loose term. I'm literally (laughs) going to tell you uh, when it was founded as a national park and also what it's known for. So we have, um, everyone has heard of Grand Canyon National Park. Grand Canyon. I feel like it's the most famous thing in Arizona. 
Yeah, it's, we were called the Grand Canyon State. That's true. <laughs> so, yes, I would say yes. Um, so it was actually, it was founded in 1919. And I remember actually last year that the park was celebrating its centennial. So that makes sense. 100 years. And we, and we visited yep. for the centennial. Um, so this obviously Grand Canyon National Park is known for its canyon. Um, <laughs> it's over a mile deep. It's 6,093 feet deep, which is really cool. Um, and it's like 270 plus miles long. Um, so you know how wide it is at its widest point? I think it's 18 miles. So that's what Grand Canyon National Park is known for. The okay. canyon. Okay. Um, Saguaro National Park. That was founded in 1994, so that's actually oh, that's a, a newer way park. newer park um, comparatively to mm-hmm. all the other national parks. Um, if you don't know what a saguaro is, it's a specific type of cactus, very large cactus, kind of like the one you think of it's with like the, the arms. The quintessential arms yeah. cactus. Yep. Um, but the cool thing is that they only grow in the Sonoran Desert which is in Arizona, California, and parts of Mexico. So that is what that park is known for. So you can only, basically, you can only see it if you come down to one of those areas. Exactly. And go to the desert. They're one of my favorites. Which, if you ever come visit us, people who know us and want to visit us in Arizona, we'll definitely make sure you see, Phoenix has plenty of swaros. It's very true. Love it. They're huge. They are. Um, And then finally, Petrified Forest National Park. So this park was founded in 1962. Um, Middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, it is known for petrified wood. So if you don't know what this is, you should definitely look it up. It is when wood has been replaced by minerals. So it's basically wood turning into stone. But it still looks like wood, which is so cool. Yeah. It's basically like instead of it being a fossil, which is just like an imprint on stone, um, petrified wood is basically like a 3D representation of what it looked like before, but now is made in stone. And it because of all the different types of minerals that uh, were part of this process, it's usually really colorful. So it yeah. turns into like this really cool, it's like looks like a tree, but it's like red, yellow, brown, like it's just really cool. And that's probably why a lot of people try to steal it and you shouldn't steal it. Yeah, and we will actually talk about that later. Really? Okay. Yes. Ooh, foreshadowing. <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's go ahead and rank those national parks. Do you want to do you want to do how do you want to do how do you want to rank them? Cuz we're both going to give how we rank these three as far as our our favorite to our least favorite. Least favorite's a really strong term for oh, national yeah. parks cuz none of them are like bad. bad. Right. They just offer different things. This was really hard for me. It's, like, really hard for me to say which park is my favorite just because they all have, like, really great things. Okay, but do you want to do, like, we're each going to share our, like, our number three? Sure. And then we'll talk about it and then we'll go to number two? Or do you want to just give your list? I, I'm just, just right off the bat real quick, I, this wasn't really planned, but I just want to know what you think I was going to say as my favorite. As your number one? Yeah. Uh, so knowing you, I would say that you probably would put Swaro as your number one. Okay. I'm not going to tell you if you're right. You'll uh, see as we okay. go. <laughs> all right. All right. What do you think I put as my number one without looking at my notes? <laughs> uh, either. That's tough. Maybe the Grand Canyon. I don't know, but you talked about how much you hated it as a kid, so you probably didn't. Um, I'll just say Swaro as well. You're going to say Swaro as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, 
you'll find out. Okay. All right. So with Let's that. Let's start with our third. All right. So number three. So this is going to be least favorite. In of quote, the three. Of yeah. the three. Yep. Again, this was hard for me too because none of them, like, none of them are bad. No, and we had fun and saw really cool things at all three of them. It's true. So. All right, so number three, I put that my number three is Saguaro National Park. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm shocked. Is that crazy? <laughs> Whoa! Don't get mad. I'm <laughs> actually like in shock right now. Um, I think so. Some things that affected my rating here is literally the heat, isn't it? It's the heat. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, so just for your reference at home, um, listeners of this podcast, uh, Petrified Forest National Park and the Gra- and Grand Canyon National Park are both in the northern part of the state. So they are way cooler, whereas Saguaro National Park is located like way far south in Arizona, which it gets really hot down there. Yeah, it was really I hot. should have taken heat into consideration. Our first visit... And we'll tell more stories about this later, but our first visit... It was May, right? It, was it May? It was yeah. May. And it was, I think the temperature was like 105, which no, I'm used to like, like living in Phoenix, you're used to like hot temperatures in the summer, you're used to 110, sure. 115, whatever, but... When you visit a national park, though, you spend a lot more time like right. out and you're about. You're outside. There's yeah. no shade in Soar National Park. Yeah. Hardly any shade. You can't say. really hide under a cactus. Yeah. You can't really hide under a cactus. It's a very skinny <laughs> shadow. I'm a big guy, so I don't fit in skinny shadows. <laughs> And the sun just like beats down on you and you just feel it. Just You feel it draining oh, man. you. Man, so that's why it got your third place. I think it's probably that memory is associated with like how like miserable I was because it was so hot and like I was dehydrated. Yeah. It didn't help. I just um, think cactuses have such a special place in my heart. So I am very like biased. Yeah. Towards parks that have cactus. Well, okay. And I totally get that. Like I knew that. Soar would never be number three, no matter what the elements were for you. Oh, yeah. Just because of... The My cat, love. Of, of your love of cactus. And and love of Soros, specifically. Right. Um, so that was... Yeah, so it's number three. Okay, so do you want to know my number three? Yes, what's your number three? Or did you want to do your whole list? No, no, you do your number three. Okay, my number three is Petrified Forest National Park. I kind of figured this is what was going to happen. Okay, is so... Is it lack of things to do? Yes. Okay. Because for me, when I saw it, it was so cool... Like, not temperature. It was a very cool thing to see. Yes. But once you see it, you're like, cool. That was really fun. I'm so glad I saw that. But it was... How long were we there? Like, two hours? Uh, probably about two. Two to three hours, Two to three maybe. hours, yeah. Um, so it was just... There wasn't as much to do as in the other parks. That was the only reason that it was number three. It's a smaller park in general. I oh, think yeah. the road that you drive through it is only, like, 20 miles. Yeah. I don't have, Maybe less than that. Yeah, but. I don't have it up right now. But, yeah. Yeah. So... Okay. That's respectable. I understand. I understand your reasoning. What was Makes your sense. number two? So my number two is Petrified Forest. Man, so I should have gone with my gut about your favorite. So You threw me off by saying I know you I hated did. it as a kid. I know I did. Uh, things change, okay, now that I understand it and I, and I have grown <laughs> to appreciate it. Um, so Petrified Forest National Park. Uh, yeah, that's not my number two. And For a similar reason? Just not as much to do? Uh, yeah, probably, it's probably why it was just that it didn't have as much to do. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, it was definitely a, for me anyway, it was a one and done park. Unless I'm taking someone who really wants to see it, then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll take you and you mm-hmm. can see it. It's really cool to see. It's worth yeah. the drive. Yeah. But like me just going by myself, I'm probably like, ah, I'm good. Yeah. But it was really beautiful. The wood's really cool. Yeah. It's amazing. So. Um, my number two was Grand Canyon. So you were right. 
I was right? Yes, Sora that Sora was going to be my number one. Okay. I feel like I'm going to take some heat for that just because, like, I'm supposed to think that Gr- the Grand Canyon is, like, the best thing in Arizona. I don't know. I just... Yeah. It's one of those things that once you see it, it's so awe-inspiring when you see it for the first time, but then you're kind of like... You've seen it. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. And I think... like well, I, I fell as a kid, so... I think, like I said, I'm, like, really biased, though, towards cactus, so I just think that I like... You love the desert scene. Yeah, so Sorrow National Park just delivers on what I love. So then if you're following along, you know that my number one's Grand Canyon. Exactly. And Nicole's number one is Sorrow National Park. Exactly. So... There you go. There's our ranking of them. Uh, but I encourage you all to go see all three. Oh, yeah. Totally. It's amazing. And I think up next we're going to say, like, what our favorite things to do were. Yeah. So do you want me just to run through mine real quick? And then... Sure. I mean, we might have similar. Yeah. If we have similar, just jump in. But so essentially, like, Grand Canyon. So starting at the top, Grand Canyon. So I think... So reasons why I ranked it that high was it's grander. Like... <laughs> It's grandeur. Is that, is that a French word? I don't know. Um, it's the most scenic park, I believe, out of mm-hmm. the three, in my opinion. Um, it depends what scenes you like, okay? I, it's true. <laughs> it does. It really it really depends. Um, it's really crowded most of the time, which is like a, the downfall to it, mm, but... It's true. That's it okay. Is, I think it is in like the top ten for the most visited most parks. Most visited parks per year. Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. It's mm-hmm. There's a lot of people. Um, but I also have this like goal... This recent goal, so since I started getting into hiking like five years or so ago, like it's my goal to hike it. And so I really want to be able to do that. So that's why it's like number one. Yeah. And then... I was just going to jump in. Okay, jump in. So my favorite thing about the Grand Canyon was I just wrote views on views. Views on views on views on views. It's just so scenic. It's so pretty. Like there really is like something so cool about it when you walk up to it for the first time yeah. that's like it kind of just takes your breath away because it does it's just massive i think it's just way bigger than what you're picturing yeah and i think taking someone there for the first time is one of the most like fun experiences yeah i would I, say i think i'm so far removed from the first time i saw it so i don't have that same sense of wonder but when you take someone who like when we just took our friends from boston when they came to visit us last year like seeing them see the park for the first time they're was, like you kind of like live vicariously yeah through because their... you see their like shocked expression yeah. on seeing it totally that it it kind of makes it fun again yeah. so um i totally agree with you i love seeing I, I i like get an emotional high when i see other people like experiencing really like intense emotions mm-hmm. so like when they're like oh my gosh like when they're having that answering moment i totally agree with you i'm like whoa yeah it's cool um all right so petrified forest Really, like, the, the key there, the key to Petrified is that you have to get out of your car and actually, like, hike around the Petrified Woods so you can see it. Yeah. Um, if you just drive the road and you don't stop, like, it, it's not going to be that exciting because you're not going to see a lot. I don't even know what you would do if you just drove through it. Yeah, you just look at the scenery, okay. I guess. I feel like you by. wouldn't even see the wood. No, because the wood is definitely off the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have, like, these really cool, like, right behind the visitor center, there's yep. this hiking trail. Giant Logs Trail. Giant Logs Trail. That was what I wrote down. That's is my it? favorite thing, yeah. It was so cool. There was um, some huge, some huge logs, logs <laughs> which is why it's called Giant Logs. We'll post some pictures in the show notes, mm-hmm. if I can figure that out. I believe I can. <laughs> or at least a link to some pictures that we exactly. have stored. So you can kind of see it, but uh, not too many because it'll give it away and we want you to go visit. Exactly. That's so, true. But a couple. 
Um, yeah, I think it was really cool because when we first got to the park, Giant Logs Trail, because like you said, it's right behind the visitor center. So that was like my first time ever seeing Petrified Wooden Person. So I think it just was like a really cool thing to see for the first time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, the, the Painted Desert. So it's not technically, is it technically part of the park or it, is it not? It is, but it's it. not like its own national park. Right. Yes, but it is part of the national so park. So towards the end of the road that you drive through Petrified Forest, you get to the Painted Desert, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a backdrop more than it is like you're in it. You mm-hmm. just kind of see it off in the distance. Uh, it definitely like has some very scenic views. Totally. There as well, which were really cool. All right, so Sorrel. I'll let you go. Since it was your number one, I'll let you tell me what you liked best first. Okay, well, it's just the best. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Everything okay, is what you like so the best. What's really cool, I don't know, if you're not a cactus lover, like, none of this is going to sound exciting to you. But for me, hearing that this park, Saguaro National Park, is home to over 25 different species of cactus, that's so cool. And yeah, then it's a lot. The main, like, the main trail we did, which is... A very both of the trails we've mentioned actually are like very accessible like they're paved walking paths so really anyone can do them um but the one we did in saguaro was called the desert discovery nature trail and um so of the 25 species of cactus that are found in the park like most of them are found on this trail so it's just like really cool because you're walking along the trail and everywhere you look there's just a different type of cactus and for someone like me that is just obsessed with them like this is it's just beautiful. Yeah. I was that the was that the trail we walked like twice? Mm-hmm. We walked that loop twice. Mm-hmm. And it was only, it's like what? Like it's like a mile. Like it's nothing. Yeah. Two it's miles. Pretty short. Nothing that's a mile. I don't okay. know. Okay. But yeah, um so I actually wrote down too like the amount of like the vast array of like different cactus species mm-hmm. um that you find in that yeah. park are just really cool. Like you don't even realize there's that many types of cactus. Yeah. A lot of people think of cactus as, like, two, right? They think of saguaro, if they've seen a picture of it, of mm-hmm. the arms. And then they think of, like, the paddle cactus. Mm-hmm. But there's so many different var- varieties that mm-hmm. are so cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, but if you're like me, and you don't like the heat as much, just go when it's cooler. Arizona does have cooler months. It's I, hard to believe. I also think I just, like, really loved... Um, Saguaro National Park because I also really loved going to Tucson for the first time. Tucson was really cool. I hear that a lot of people in Arizona don't like Tucson for some reason if you're from northern Arizona but I thought it was really cool. Yeah I don't know why. I I don't know why it gets a bad rep but Tucson Tucson's great. They have good food. Yeah amazing tamales. Tamales. (laughs) We found an awesome tamale shop called Tucson Tamale Company. It's famous. You made it's it sound really, like it was like we found it, <laughs> this guys. little like it. shop. They were just a tiny mom and pop, and we made them nationally famous. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but we probably, I mean, with the amount of times we ate there when we discovered it, it was it was a few. Yeah, it's true. Three or so times, but for a weekend trip is a lot. But the, and you can also buy the tamales in the store, so go do that too. <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of like wraps up like the national parks. Did you have anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, I think we were gonna say like what we missed. Oh, right, 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 okay. But you don't know. It's true. So Nicole prepared some tips and... Not tips. Things that we missed when we went to see the parks that we did not get to see. Right. So So go ahead and tell us what we missed when we went to go see them. So Grand Canyon National Park. We missed the North Rim. It's true. We have not seen the North Rim yet, which is an additional four hours of driving time. But I really want to go. And it's only open uh, limited season, but... I do want to go because I've also heard it's like not crowded at all. 
so most people when they visit Grand Canyon National Park is you drive up to the South Rim. Um, it's the most accessible. It's the easiest to get to. Like, it's the most visited. Mm-hmm. But if you drive all the way around, like you said, four hours extra, you can drive to the North Rim of the Grand Canyon. Way less people. And I, from what I hear, better views? Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I've heard better views, too. But we need to go do it. Yeah, we do. All right. Well, we're going to put this on pause and we'll be back after you Okay. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing I was going to say that we missed was hiking, which is why I was giving you that look, was uh, that we didn't hike we down did into the canyon, but that is one of our goals now. It is one of our goals to do. So to the bottom of the canyon, I believe is like seven and a half miles, mm-hmm. roughly, I think. Somewhere between six and eight. So yeah. we'll just go with that. Um, and I think to is... the river, it's eight. Is it? Yeah, because it's to the base camp, I think it's seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, from the pictures that I see, it's gorgeous down there. Like, mm-hmm. I like, but the, the hike is no small feat. Yeah. Especially on the way back. Exactly. So that's when you have to go up 6,000 feet of elevation. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely want to do it. That's definitely it, one of our goals. When it's a cooler outside, too. Obviously. Yeah. But want to camp down there and everything. Um, for Saguaro National Park, one of the things that, in my opinion, we missed is seeing the park at night. So something that's really cool is that a lot of cactus, when it's their season for blooming, um, well, if you didn't know, cactus have flowers on them uh, seasonally, so certain times of the year. The Saguaro cactus flower is actually Arizona state flower. Yep, and they're currently blooming here in Arizona. Um, But, so most of the flowers bloom at night, though, which is... it's too hot during the day. Yeah, which is really cool. So... A lot of times if you go to the park at night, if there's any cactus that are like in season, quote unquote, um, you can see them bloom at night. That's which really, is cool. really cool. Um, we also didn't go to the east side of the park. True. Yes. Because... Saguaro's broken into two pieces. Mm-hmm. We did not go to the east side. Um, but we should do that. Yeah. Check it off our list. Petrified Forest National Park. So <laughs> this what did is... we miss here? Well, I just, I recently was listening to a podcast about Petrified Forest National Park, and they were talking about the pile of returned wood. Um, and I don't know if we just missed it, or if it didn't exist when we went. Something that's really interesting about this park is that it is, I don't know if illegal is the right word. Illegal? Illegal. It's illegal to take wood from the park. That seems pretty obvious. Right, because if, if the park everyone is... took wood then they would run there out of wood. There would be no more park. <laughs> so you cannot take petrified wood from the national park. Definitely don't do that. Um, however people have done that and probably continue to do that but what they claim is that when they get home that they're like cursed cursed because they took the wood without like we oh wait this is I've listened yes, to this podcast. Yeah. Okay. So they end up mailing the wood back to the park. Like, many people do this a year, that they'll just, like, open up letters with, like, pieces of wood, and people have written them letters being like, please take this wood back and put it where I took it from, because I've only experienced bad luck since I took this piece of wood. And because they, like, can't put the wood back, because that would disturb, like, the area, they just put it in a pile, I think, in the visitor center? But we didn't see it. But um, And then there's just like a sign. And they like put up all the letters that people send back about it being cursed. I think to encourage people not to take wood. That's interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, I know the pile exists somewhere in the park. The rebel side of me wants to take a piece and be like, is the curse real? Okay. But I, that's, that's exactly <laughs> no. what we're saying you shouldn't do. So do no, not. I will not do that. But I just thought it would have been cool if we had seen that. I just, yeah. So I don't remember seeing it. I think I vaguely remember seeing like a wall with letters. Hmm. From people. Like, they yeah. posted the letters. I don't think we went you. and, like, really looked at it, though. No. So that would have been fun. But, yeah, would have been. You're right. That's what we missed. So that's what we missed. So when you guys go visit, don't miss those things. Exactly. Go go find them. And then tell us how they are. Exactly. Tell, tell us if it's worth it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, cool, cool. Well, I think that kind of wraps up everything about the National Park um, in Arizona. So um, we'll go ahead and end this episode as we end every episode, which is just one other episode so far. <laughs> Uh, which is with Nicole's travel tip. Okay. So take it away. What's your travel tip for this episode? My travel tip for this episode is to always, I can't emphasize this enough, always bring backup food and water. Mm. Literally, it doesn't matter what it is. Just like always have some food in the car. Like something healthy, something with protein probably, like nuts or beef jerky if you're into that. Ooh, I, I'm really into beef jerky. <laughs> I love me some beef jerky. And always have water. Like just just have like a gallon of water sitting in the back of your car at all times. Probably wise if you live in Arizona anyway. True. Uh, we never do this. But, you never know when you get stranded in the hot weather. But definitely always have backups of food and water when you visit a park. Yeah. We learned this tip the hard way. So. We did indeed. <laughs> two stories. First one involves water. Um, so when we visited Saguaro National Park for the first time, we did not bring any water. Not a drop of water. We literally didn't have any water in our car at all. Not a bottle? Nothing. Nothing. So we drove to the park and then realized, when we realized like we were going to be doing some hiking, we looked at each other and we were like, we don't (laughs) have water. Yeah, not smart. Nope. And it was like, it was over 100 degrees. It was hot. And most national parks don't sell like bottled water because... Of the environment. Yeah, for environmental reasons. Yeah. Um, so we ended up having to buy like a reusable water bottle from the gift shop and they have water fill-up stations, which is great. Um, but for some reason, we only bought one and we just shared a 32 ounce bottle we of did. water. We just decided that, hey, in 100 degree <laughs> plus weather and hiking two miles... We could just share 32 ounces of water and it'll be fine. And I think we got there like at noon. Yeah. We don't, yeah, we definitely hiked it the hottest part of the day. So we were really dehydrated and that is not recommended. Guys, this is, probably, this is one of the first national parks that we visited. It's true. For one of our first trips by ourselves in Arizona somewhere. Mm-hmm. And we learned, a, we learned a lot that weekend. But did we learn? Because <laughs> the second story. Well, we learned water anyway. Uh, maybe we didn't. No. no, I don't know. We don't learn. We don't learn from our... Point in case, we don't learn from our mistakes, guys. But you can. Right. You can. Just hear our plea. Um, the second story is from when we went to Hawaii. I think it was... Was it Haleakala? Yeah. National the Park? Lower, the lower part, yeah. Uh, we did not bring food or water because we were going to drive to the National Park and we kept telling ourselves, we'll get food on the way. Like, there ha- we're in Hawaii. Like, there has to be amazing food on the way to the See, park. that right there should have been our thing. Like, we're in Hawaii. There has to be food. When Hawaii is, like, pretty remote still. I like, think this was literally our second day, though, in Hawaii. So true. I think our expectation for what was going to exist on this Did road not exist. was not real. Um, so, yeah, we definitely, like, we had water. We both brought water. But we didn't eat. And we didn't pass any food places other than a cafe selling banana bread. The banana bread was great. The banana bread was, a, it was my, it's the best banana bread I've ever had. 
And um, and the latte that I got there. Yeah. That was my first macadamia nut latte. Mm-hmm. Which is a staple in Hawaii. Guys, please Oof. do yourselves a favor and get go to Hawaii and get a macadamia nut latte. Seriously, though. It'll I change your life. crave those all the time. Um, but So we did buy a loaf of banana bread, which is a good thing we did. We were just like, we'll just have this as a snack. That was all we ate. That became dinner. breakfast and lunch for yes, us. Yes, was that loaf of banana bread? We did not bring food, and we did not see another food place on the entire trip to the national park. It's true. So we hiked with only banana bread to fuel us, and we had the water we brought, which was probably like thirty-two ounces each. At least it was each this time. Yeah. Um, not thinking of how humid it was going to be on this hike. It was so humid. And we ended up having Ugh. to turn around a couple miles. Less than we wanted to. We didn't finish it. Um, But we literally ran out of water, and it probably wouldn't have been smart for us to continue. But here's the downfall to that as well. So we ran out of water. We turn around. We get back to the visitor center, and there's a water fill-up station. And so I fill up my water twice. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up drinking 64 ounces of water (laughs) because I was so dehydrated. And then we had a hour and a half drive. It was like two. Maybe two two hour. two, Two and a half hour drive back to our cruise ship to embark before we left and i had to stop and pee like Mm -hmm. i think like five times on the way back yeah and there's i mean again it's hawaii we don't you on this road you don't go through any towns it's literally just like so just you have to stop and pee on the side of the road uh and it was just it was a miserable ride back yeah for that reason you did it i did i did this myself but so adding on to Nicole's travel tip, bring water, bring food. And bring a bathroom? What is your bring, tip? <laughs> what is your tip? And don't drink all your water at once. Okay. That Spread your sense. water out <laughs> over over some time. Okay. Anyway. Um, cool. Well, I think that kind of wraps up this episode. Yeah. Um, appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening. Um, again, if you have any questions at all for us, you can feel free to email me at heath.midkiff at outlook.com. We definitely would answer any questions you guys have about traveling, about the national parks, in a future episode and uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys yeah thanks for listening all guys well have a good one and we'll talk to you next time